Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at ritual.com prenatal. This is a podcast from Minute Media. It's the Knicks, Jets, etc. podcast with Alex Trateris, John Malika, and Ricey on the beat. Let's go. What's good, everyone? Alex Jeteris here with another Jets episode of the Next Jets, etc. podcast. And with me is always my buddy, my coach, my pal, the man with a plan, the guy who's hyped for this upcoming NFL season. You want to know why he's hyped? Let me tell you why this dude is hyped right now. And I'll tell you right, 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 right now. <laughs> this man just bought tickets today, sent me the text saying, guess where I'm going? I said, where? He said, I'm going to London. I was like, why are you going to London, man? What are you on your Drake tour? He said, no, I'm not on my Drake <laughs> tour. He said, I'm going to go see the New York Jets play the Atlanta Falcons and the Atlanta Falcons blow. So I want to see them wipe, just wipe the freaking field with them. All right, left and right. Watch Zach Wilson just annihilate that defense because they got nobody. Nobody. That's what he said. So Precisely. we all know who that we all we all know who that guy is. We all know who that guy is. That's my co-host, my main man, John Malika. John, what's going on, bro? How you doing? Dude, what's up? What's up, man? I got the I got the UK email that the Jets tickets are coming out, and actually, it kind of they were they lied. So it was supposed to come out at ten, and then they sent an email saying you can get in the queue at nine thirty. I just happened to just check at like nine, nine fifteen what's going on. Just like I clicked it just to see what happened. And I just like went in, bought the tickets like absolutely normal. And apparently there was like a long queue at ten o'clock. So I guess I got a little bit uh lucky uh on that little endeavor. But yeah, I'm gonna be row one out in Tottenham, Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. Uh I don't know behind which bench. But Alex, the tickets are literally cheaper than Knicks tickets, let alone Knicks playoff seats. Could you explain that? It'll be that. Uh, I don't know how that's even possible, but <laughs> hey, that's a case study for someone over at Harvard, MIT, somewhere <laughs> to do that. That's not for us, man. That's not what the show is about. Um, <laughs> maybe just, we can send it's it. Just crazy. I'm just saying, like, Knicks tickets are more expensive than, like, NFL tickets in time. Yo, so. Row one, so like that, that 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 was really cool for me. I, I I was happy to see that. But dude, I mean, we're talking about the New York Knicks. They're a five billion dollar franchise. You know, <laughs> the only thing I, that's probably yeah, they more stink, expensive. bro. <laughs> the thing probably more more expensive than those tickets are Yankees tickets, and we could talk about that team later today. But come on, we already know what it is. It's not. This is not. This is nothing. This is nothing new. Nothing new. Actually, I remember when the Jets were horrendous and they were selling, I think, season tickets for like. No, actually, it wasn't season tickets. They were selling nosebleeds for fifteen bucks. That's how you know. That's like some Mastercard Yankees uh, discount seats. You want you want to know, <laughs> know who the quarterback was for when that when that ticket deal was going down? Uh, Kyle Kingsbury, Cliff Kingsbury. No, not not your boy. Uh, <laughs> none other than the Alabama product, Greg McElroy. All right, yeah, close close enough. 
Yeah, but yeah. dude, the uh, Atlanta Falcons, they stink. You know who their starting left guard is? Ooh. Josh Andrews. Ever heard of him? Oh boy. <laughs> like I'm saying, it's gonna be it's gonna be tough out there for them. They don't know what's coming. But anyway, before we get into all that, how are you, man? How you doing? Eh, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, just living life. Getting ready to talk some green and white with you. As some of you, if you're watching the YouTube channel, I got this little kitten right over here. <laughs> Iris just sweeping at it with her head over the tower. Let me tell you, man, this little one right here within like a month, a month of getting her, so many problems. <laughs> it's like one thing after the other. Had to take, you know, she got spaded before we got her, had a little lump. So we had to put a cone on her, give her some medication, just steroids to reduce the swelling, do that for two weeks. Okay, go on vacation. As we're on vacation, we get the call from the vet saying, oh, she and our other cat, Wally, have worms. We're like, oh, great. Now I got to take care of worms. Hmm. Now, now, take her to the vet today. Uh, Doc was like, she has ringworm on her ear. I was like, oh, my goodness gracious, man. Oh, like, no. Yeah, so had Are to buy some. Outside? No, they're all both indoor cats. So this is even, this is the, just, this is just the better part. I'm just like, <laughs> who? Who have you, who have you been in contact <laughs> with? Who have you been in contact She's with? She's been sneaking out. Yeah, seriously, just like it's like that child that just like runs out of the house, just uh, <laughs> going out for parties, hanging out with everybody, you know, comes back, sneaks through the window, keeps it on the down low. Like, you know, I was here all night long, yet they're all in their street clothes. Like, yo, where the hell did you go? And I don't know what she's been doing, but she's been all she's been uh, a bundle of joy for the, <laughs> for the first like couple it. of months. Like yeah. <laughs> but other than that, I'm good, man. I'm getting, I'm ready to talk about this green and white. So, so let's kick it off, John. What, what, what do we got on the, what do we got on the docket for today to discuss surrounding our New York Jets? Well, we, I know we're kind of hype right now, but you want to start off with, you want to start off with the bad news? Uh, let's start off with the bad news, man. Let's start. All off. right. <laughs> all right. Well, we all know, uh, Vinny Curry, a signing that we had this year. Um, so we didn't really know much about him. Uh, even up until yesterday, there was question marks whether or not he was out for the season or he was out just until uh, week eight. So it was really just a big question mark. Turns out today he uh, came out with uh, a notice, an announcement, I guess, on uh, social media with a Jets mm-hmm. logo, not a note. It's a very important note. <laughs> uh, said that he was diagnosed with a rare blood disorder. They actually had to remove his spleen. And the reason why it was a question mark in the beginning, whether or not he's actually going to play this season, the issue was there were some complications. Now he's on blood thinners. And the only thing I know about blood thinners in sports is Chris Bosh. So, <laughs> and Marcus Aldridge. So I know he can't play this year. Uh, I know he's bummed about it, but again, I look forward to him coming back next year with Carl Lawson. That's still going to be fun. Um, but yeah, like, as for, you know, from the human matter, like, I think it's really awesome that the Jets caught that, uh, kind of Karis Levert-ish, you know what I mean? Levert was a little more serious, but this, I mean, a rare blood disease, I mean, who's yeah. here to equate it? It's the same thing. It's really cool. Like, uh, people, human beings getting their lives saved by, by their jobs. Pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Just like, you know, uh, just a cool note, but as for the Jets, I mean, that's really, it's really nothing new, right? It doesn't really affect us uh, much. I mean, the team knew he wasn't really going to come back. And if, if it was, it was going to be later. So it's not really much news on the, on the Jets team front, just more of the, of the humanity aspect of it. I think it's a really cool story 
uh, to begin with? Yeah, I think it's, it's, you know, it's, it's cool from the sense that the team caught it and that he's going to have it treated, right? He's going to miss the season, but he's, as of right now, he's going to be on the mend and, you know, it, it's not being withheld. It's not, you know, the team forcing him to do it as under a previous head coach uh, <laughs> that was hiding, uh, you know, injuries and just wanting guys to play through it. Uh, he sh- who shall not be named. But no, it's it's good on the Jets' part. You know, it, when you see an athlete, when it comes to the human, I forgot, manual, I forgot about that little issue with the guard. Mm, yeah, I don't forget. Uh, <laughs> but yeah. but you know, it's when it comes down to the humanitarian part of it. We you know these guys do it for entertainment. These guys do it for their family, and first and foremost, we want to see these guys recover. We want to see these guys. Um, live like a full healthy life, man, and be able to enjoy it to the fullest. So Vinny Curry from here, everyone at Knicks Jets, et cetera, we hope you are, you recover, have a speedy recovery uh, and that you're back with us and that we get to see you on the field next season in the green and white, making that contribution that we want <laughs> that we want to see from you. So go luck to you, my man. Uh, wish, we wish you the best. So that's the sad news, John. That's, well, that's I mean, sad news. yeah, yeah, that's the that's that's the sad slash slash good news, right? We all, we have some we have some bad news for the Jets and also a human aspect. Looks like Mackay Becton got hurt. Yeah. Um, the reports are all we actually know is he was throwing up. Yep. They might they said he might have been evaluated for concussion. He wasn't in practice today. That means he's likely not going to play on Friday, uh, the yep. last preseason game versus the. Eagles. Um, the one thing the Jets are prepared for, as we talked about, was for this to happen, right? So we got Morgan Moses on the right. And we, as we all know, George Fant coming from Seattle, he wants to play the left tackle. So he, he could just slide right in there. And Morgan Moses could stay at right. And that's his natural position. So we kind of are okay there. Uh, don't love that Mackay is uh, out from a human aspect or the Jets aspect, but I'm glad it's not his foot. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, this is, you know, I, I hope it's not a concussion either. I hope it's just, I hope it was just really hot. I need just like overheated or something. Um, I needed a day off. Like, that's fine. He's been getting worked, right? <laughs> like, he's, every day he's, he's been I, like working his butt off ever since uh, coming off. And they say his conditioning is not an issue. So kudos to him. Uh, hope he gets well too. Absolutely, man. And, you know, like heat strokes are a thing during football. Like, that is very possible. Um, Oh, you know, it's possible for someone to get overheated. You're out there in hot weather, humid weather, in full padding. This is the Northeast. So not only is it hot, it's also humid. You know, this is something that is very serious. So he threw up. We He could have gotten some dizzy spells. We don't know if he has a concussion yet. Hopefully we get more information on what's happening with Makai Becton. But as you pointed out, hopefully it's not. It's Thankfully, it's not his foot because we do need him. Hopefully we get him back on the field soon. But Honestly, do we really need him in like the preseason game, like the last preseason game of the season? Definitely not. No. So, you know, it's better that we have him for week one, uh, with September twelfth. So when we're when we're you know when we're facing we'll the Vermont. Carolina Panthers, yeah, we'll be in Vermont. Uh, <laughs> but that's when we really need him. And you know, it's good. It, like 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 we already said, good that's not the foot. Sad that he's he's sick, that he's injured, whatever it may be. Hopefully, we get more information on what it is. Hopefully, it doesn't take too long for him to come back. Hopefully, it's a quick recovery. Um, yeah, yeah, that's, you said that's it. it on Mackay. 
Yeah, and so just to close off the offensive line, uh, Greg Van Roten was out in practice today, so hopefully he's okay. Um, Tristan Hodge was uh, one of the undrafted guards that we had on the team. He got cut along with um, two wide receivers, Hansa Bailey and um, Josh Malone. Mm. So uh, those those three are gone, but on the offensive line front, Corey Levin, David Moore filled in for Van Roten. Uh, Dan Feeney has always been filling in on the left guard spot. We really do need Elijah Vera Tucker back. Um, yes. they've been, uh, it's been really noted that our pass protection is bad, but it's also been noted that Zach Wilson is learning to get the ball out of his hands fast. And luckily for us, that is our strength. Uh, our receivers, you know, our, our slots, Berrios, Cole, Crowder, Moore, all these guys, I mean, Davis, all these guys that can get open quick, you know, not necessarily like a uh, long, uh, long route down the field guys. But I don't know, man. The one thing that scared me <laughs> coming from a Middle Eastern family, dude, and Robert, <laughs> Robert's a lot Middle Eastern. He, they asked him about Elijah Vera Tucker and Elijah Moore. He said, God willing. I mean, when your parents tell you God willing, inshallah, it's over, dude. Just like, just cancel it, like, just like move on, make new plans. You're not going to your friend's house. You're not going to that party. You're not going on that trip. It's over. God willing, yeah. I, I heard that a lot in my in my household, too. <laughs> I, I think that might be just an immigrant thing, you know. Like, my parents would be like, God willing. It's like, okay. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Not let's great. Just put, let's put up the caution tape. But, yeah, I mean. <laughs> The good thing is that seeing from beat reports today, shout out to our boy DJ Bienemy. Uh, he, he noted that the offensive line did look better today than it did yesterday, which they really did struggle. But this is, this is the concern, man, right? This is always a concern with like the New York Jets is the depth when it comes to the offensive line. We are slowly building the offensive line, right? We got Mekhi Becton. We got Elijah Vera Tucker, but it's not fully there yet where we know, okay, if we lose a couple guys, we'll be okay. And I, I like to refer the Dallas Cowboys when they I forget who the their big who their big man was that they lost for the season. But when they when one went down, Kyle they Collins? still had I think it was Collins, yeah. Um when Collins went down, they were still able to mow through people and you still had uh you still had everything like clicking almost. You uh, know? I don't know. The Cowboys offensive line was kinda of shaky, but I think this year they're they're on their come up. I think they lost their I'm not talking about last season. I think I think it was like two seasons ago. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah, talking yeah. about it. So, you know, you said Ezekiel Elliott just rushing for like over it's a thousand yards. Huge year. Yeah. So you had Dak who still had time and was able to get the ball out. So yeah. it wasn't. It's not you know at the hundred percent strength when we watched them, but it was close enough because they had enough depth at the offensive line. The New York Jets are just not there yet with that type of depth. And as you pointed out, pass protection. That is honestly the more concerning thing for me because we can't – I know we're going to be running it, but we need to – the point of the run is to, you can only push it down someone's throat for so long until you got to open up and spread out the offense, right? So that that's the real concern is that is Zach Wilson going to get that time to get it out? And sure, he's throwing it out quickly right now against his own guys, but facing other opponents, man, that's always a different story. So – well, that's why it was so cool that he's like performing like this uh, in the Eagles practice. Mm-hmm. But speaking of Zach Wilson, he's been killing it on the mic too, man. His answers today are just unbelievable. The way he's talking about how you have Very to push it. Dude, insane. Very mature. 
you, but that was like what we what we got from him during all the uh, the scouting and all the draft combine stuff that he yep. was mature and that he was prepared for these type of these type of questions. And it's not it's not shocking. I mean, he also comes from a family where you know his uncle is an executive jet blue. So if you think about that professionalism, that type of family mentality that comes down. So it's probably just passed down. So he probably just na- also just being around his parents and all those family members that he has that natural ability to hold himself and carry himself that manner. But it's also good and reassuring because when you have guys like Aaron Rodgers complimenting him, like he was saying that he loves his disposition. Yeah. That's huge, man, because your disposition as a quarterback is important, right? Let's we, how many times can we think about Mark Sanchez putting his head down after every interception <laughs> or, you know, like, or eating chicken tenders <laughs> <laughs> with honey mustard. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget that. He talked he about that. He talked about that. He said it wasn't that serious. Like, he made it off. It was like, it wasn't that serious. I, I believe him, but it's a, it, was tough, it was a tough look. But, yeah, dude, Zach Wilson's killing it on the mic, especially not only the fact that he's mature and, like, answering the questions well, he he's answering the naysayers, right? So they're asking him about practice because he's looking kind of shaky sometimes. Mm-hmm. And he's talking about how, First of all, third downs, and he's been really good on third downs so far. And he's like, the whole game is about getting the third down and getting, you know, whether it's making it short or getting the first down there. And he's like, that's that's what like the whole game is set up to. And it's not just about not making turnovers; it's about also making plays. So you have to like find that line. And he's like, in practice, that's where we try to find that line. So he's like, you know, that's why I'm like on both sides. Sometimes it's conservative, sometimes it's a lot, sometimes it's right on the money, and I'm really trying to find that. And I mean talk about an answer from a rookie quarterback and so that, that's impressive me and then I, I can't say i'm not excited about you know people, players like aaron Rodgers who have no skin in the game talking him up a little bit or chris sims who i'm sure his skin in the game is that he wants to be right but i mean he, he you know he's, <laughs> he's, he's, he's saying that you know so far zach wilson's looking like the best quarterback out there already i think at the end he did put trevor lawrence on top uh in his preseason rank like in his uh offseason he draft did. ranking, so he I think he does, yeah. So like it, it, it's just it's just cool, you know. I'm just, I'm just glad it's not the other way around. Um, but yeah. you know that, that's pretty <laughs> much it. I'm just you know I'm not looking too too far into it. Just like I guess like that's my uh, that's my base. Uh, another cut earlier this week I forgot to mention was Corey Ballantyne. He's one yes. uh, uh, the cornerback from the Giants. He just can't play cornerback. That's the issue. But he did have that big return, so kind of surprising. Um, I guess like you really do have to be able to play your position at least like a little bit. You have to, man. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you, you have to look. I mean, look. We, even when we had, I think the we, we've we've transitioned out of that gimmicky phase, right? When Rex Ryan was here, we had Rasmith, who who was a quarterback, transitioned to wide receiver, and was just used for wildcat punt returns, kick return type of situations. But you need to be able to do more than that. If you're a returner, you know, it's fine if you're just a returner, but you also have to have some semblance of a skill because mm-hmm. that depth chart and I, that depth chart has to be filled out. It's but it also depends on how deep each position is, right? Unfortunately, the cornerback position is not deep. We actually need talent. <laughs> Having a returner, Valuing and, and listen, returner and Justin over Hardy, a and Justin Hardy's and Justin Hardy, the gunner that we just signed, is a spot over there already. So he's already yeah. he already at a disadvantage, and that makes yeah, a difference, exactly. unfortunately. Yeah, but just think about it. like for the Jets' standpoint, we need guys who can actually play the yeah. position, as you point <laughs> out. Our, our cornerback is definitely the weakest position. Yeah, like, easily, 
easily the weakest position. Yeah. So we can't, we cannot just say, all right, at least he could be a returner. No, 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 no. That, that doesn't cut it. You have to play the position right now because that's what we need right now. If we had, a, if we had four dudes deep that could play corner, they could take that gamble. They could take that gamble, but we, we're just not in that position to take that gamble. So it is what it is. He had the nice return, but unfortunately you're not doing the thing that we need the most, which is playing cornerback. Maybe he comes back. If we can address, maybe he comes back in the future when we address that position more like we do the offensive line, who knows, but just not going to cut it right now. Yeah. Yeah, man. And speaking of injuries, you know, let's just, you know, let's just, you know, keep it rolling, dude. Just been awful already. We got Gerard. Dude, Davis. Can we just stop. <laughs> no, we can't. We can't. We can't stop. This is what we're, this is what we're dealing with, man. We got Gerard Davis. Our, I mean, the plan was to have him as our mic. Well, mostly as the whale, dude. It just sucks. And then, um, he's out. He's had a history of ankle in, in, injuries. It's an ankle injury. So he's going to be out for a while. So CJ is going to be in the mic now and we're going to move Sherwood and Hamza around them. Sherwood's probably going to be the, the weak side, the will and uh, Hamza is always going to be the Sam, but now you got two rookies safeties converted to linebackers hanging out there. It could be amazing. Honestly, it could be good, but I mean, there's going to be a learning curve and I feel like we'd be silly not to think that and talk about depth, dude. The only person behind them there, you got Blake Cashman. Yeah, uh, I don't know Noah Dawkins. Uh, you know, it, it's it's really it's really thin there. So there's been rumors. There's been rumors about a, a a pass rusher of some sort. But dude, looking looking at the depth chart, like yes, we do need a pass rusher like Ronald Blair. That's not amazing, but he's from San Francisco. Behind him is Zuniga. That, yeah, I, I get it. We do need an edge, but Quinton Williams and Sheldon Rankings, if he finally comes back. You got, you know, Fadikowski, Nathan Shepard, Kyle Phillips, John Franklin Myers, Bryce Huff. Like, even Tenzel Smart's been looking okay. Jonathan Marshall, rookie. Like, we have players there. Like, yes, it would be nice if we had, like, a cool edge rusher, but the linebackers, dude, the linebackers are tough. What do you think about the, what do you think, what do you think, man? What do you think about these rumors? Anyone come to mind? Like, what do you think about this unit? Uh, that's front seven. I mean, the, the, the thing that comes to the front seven, which was a strong point, is now I know, becoming like our last weak week, point. bro. Like, all last, last week. <laughs> all last week. The left side of the old front, Like, literally, last week. Unbelievable. It is really, it is truly unbelievable. I just can't, it is like, what is going on here, man? What is going on here? I just can't believe, it. I remember, uh, who went down? Um, Carl yeah, Lawson, Connor, No, Con- yeah, Con- well, <laughs> but, but we had Connor McDermott. I just turn on the game. Connor McDermott goes down uh, during against the Packers. I'm like, yeah. are you serious? This dude getting <laughs> car? Like, are you are you for real right now? Dude, there's too Tough, many bro. injuries. Too many injuries, and the front, the entire team. Honestly, I, I honestly can't. I, I it's not even overreacting. I think we're a little bit flux right now. You know, <laughs> our, 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 like we. This is the. <laughs> The front seven was supposed to take care of take care of the cornerback issues. Yeah, Sherrod, oh, is it uh, Gerard Davis was supposed to take care of the coverage issue as a linebacker because he's a safety converted into a linebacker. Now we got the concern of tight ends again, like really full full on. Yeah, well, Gerard Davis was Gerard Davis was supposed to be the deodorant. Like him and Mosley were going to hold it down while. You know, Sherwood learned behind them, tried to figure out how to play, the, you know, one of those two positions because in this defense, they're, they're basically the same. And then Hamza, 
was going to be the coverage guy, and then Blake Cashman's behind him, but that's whatever. You know, so like that, that, like that, man. Oh, it's just too thin now. Do you th- yeah. do you think a Chandler Jones is coming, like a linebacker type, or do you think like a Vic Beasley edge is coming, like a free agent, or like I don't know, I'm like there, there are some, there's some. I got, guys. I got Trey Flowers. Is that is that a guy who's coming? Like is Khalil Mack rumors about linebacker trades? Like is that a guy? Uh, first of all, let me just clear it up. Gerard Davis, I know it came from the Lions. I was, I was thinking about uh, Sherwood converting him. I don't know what was uh, going through my head. So maybe this is a good opportunity for Sherwood to, to come in and learn. But I know, as you were saying, to like get behind, learn, to be a linebacker because he's converting from strong safety and so forth. Um, uh, but who- Do you think someone's coming? Do you think a trade, signings? What do you think? We have, um, we have 7 million. Give me, your names, give me your names that you dropped again. Let me, I'll tell you. I don't know. We got Chandler Jones, Trey Flowers. I don't know who's around. Khalil Mack rumors are being traded somehow for some for some reason. Who else is around? I don't know. I I, I think th- those are the names that are coming to mind. Because we need a linebacker too, like Big B. I know. I don't. There's agent. no way. There's no way we're trained for. You say Khalil Mack. I don't see us trained for Khalil Mack. I I, I just don't. See, I just don't see Joe Douglas. Uh, ponying up that much because I think he still wants to use the draft capital for this upcoming season course, to address a lot of needs. So it's not going to be. It's going to be like a late, right? It's going to be like a pass the fourth, like a fourth. So then pass to like second round picks and stuff. Like there's no way we're giving up first rounds and stuff. No, no, but that's why I don't think Khalil Mack is like realistic. Yeah. I think you have to give up something pretty high in order to get yeah. Khalil Mack. Chandler Jones, might be, a, Chandler Jones yeah. might be a real option, honestly. All right, so hopefully, hopefully they 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 do something there. Because <laughs> because I mean, it looks like we're gonna, we're staying put at cornerback, but Brent Eccles went down a little bit, our rookie, uh, but he looks to be okay. And actually, let me let's talk about our corners a little bit because I want to talk about Isaiah Dunn. All right, Isaiah Dunn, our rookie, he got thrown in the fire last week, dude. He bless Austin didn't play for uh, personal reasons. Isaiah Dunn just got was just in there, dude, and he was getting picked on for a while and he made the other quarterback look like it looked like Aaron Rodgers and like everyone like on the Jets is like oh why don't we sign him uh, to take over for Mike White because Mike White got hurt and then James Morgan kind of stinks so like that's how good but an interesting note that Salah made and I, I noticed in the game is he actually got better as the game went on and he was able to learn a little bit from his mistakes so I mean, that's what this time is all about. I don't, I don't necessarily trust him, but these reps are important. Uh, I, I kind of want to see Jason Pinock out there, but dude, Bryce Hall, bless Austin, Lamar Jackson. <laughs> looks like that's going to be it, dude. Eccles, those, those looks like those going to be our outside cornerbacks. And then G- Jevlin Goodry has been uh, a kind of a bright spot as well. Uh, him, Michael Carter. So those are cool. Elijah Campbell also. I, I wonder mm-hmm. if he's going to make it. So that you know. Those are cool, but dude, the safeties are an issue too, man. We were excited about the safeties, right? Marcus May and Lamarcus Joyner. I don't know where Ashton Davis is. Is he on the pup list, dude? I don't know where he is. He's not around. He has to be on the pup list. Uh, Marcus May and Lamarcus Joyner, but Joyner's out, so that's thin too. So I'm I'm a, I'm a tiny bit worried, man. I'm a tiny bit worried about our secondary. You have any yeah. any uh, closing remarks on them? Our secondary is. I'm petrified by the way it looks. And like for for Ashton Davis, it's still undisclosed. We don't even know what it is. 
Like, we have no idea why he's gone. Yeah, I'm not sure what's going on. I'm personally not sure what's going on. I don't know if that's been reported or not, but I'm not privy to it. Hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he's going to come back. Yeah, hopefully he's okay. Hopefully he comes back. I mean, we we need guys. <laughs> we need guys. Like, absolutely need guys. <laughs> yeah. I guess the closer, yeah. Uh, I guess the closing remark is for the last thing, like, just because this is new, I don't know what they're going to do. Since we're only getting three preseason games, I don't know how it works because we always knew how the four preseason games work, right? We knew that one, you you ran out for a few series. Two, you have them go to the half at least. Three, we'll get them the for half. three quarters. And then four. So this is just a half now with three games. They said so Loft said he's going to try to push it to the half again, which to be honest has been the, the same story for the first two games. Okay. I didn't know if they were going to do anything different. Oh, no, no. A little more. That, no, 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 first, game, first, first quarter. Game. First quarter first, of the first two games. Yeah, first game first game was very short. Second game was to the half. Um Did he play did he finish the half? No, he didn't finish the half, but it was no. in, it was yeah. it was mostly it was like two series in or something. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's gonna be about the same. I think he's been trying to like run it the same, which is fine. And that's fine, you know. Like we don't need these guys we don't need anyone getting hurt because yeah. we can't we can't afford <laughs> everybody's getting hurt. Yeah, yeah, yeah. True, man. True. We oh. we cannot afford, but I don't know. There's not really. This is really just a chance for everyone to try to make the uh, make the practice squad, make the remaining cuts when they before they cut down to the 53 man roster. Soon. So it's very soon, very very soon. Um, that's really what I got on the New York Jets. I mean, I'm just excited to see what we got against the you know the Philadelphia Eagles. See if we can go three and zero during the preseason. Let's see how this <laughs> you know. turn into the new Baltimore Ravens. I'd be down. Uh, they can't lose a preseason game. They've been, they've been on a ridiculous streak. But, yeah, I mean, for the special teams, Blake Cashman's been killing it out there, apparently. Uh, obviously, Matt Amendola looking mm-hmm. okay. Looks like our punt return is going to be Braxton Berrios or Keelan Cole. I think it's, I still think it's going to be Cole. Um, and then Ty Johnson on the kick return. Maybe Michael Carter. We'll see how that goes. I'm, I'm curious if Elijah Moore might get in there at some point, but if he's injured, I don't know. But, yeah, that's about it for the Jets' standpoint, man. Yeah, well, we're getting close to the regular season, so you know we're going to be doing the full-on breakdowns. We're going to get more of uh, more of stuff to really be working with because preseason is not really that much to be working with. I mean, we're just seeing everyone we're seeing. Honestly, what we get from the preseason is kind of the scheme fit hmm. and seeing how players kind of fit in. But we're really not going to get enough of the information that we really want until week one, uh, week two, you know. See what yeah. see what they like to do. Yeah, absolutely. But that's just you know that's just a speculation. We're really excited. We're going to get into uh, coming up. Well, we are going to get into our predictions. Our uh, you know before the season begins, way too early predictions on the whole season, which hopefully will will make it around the plus minus pretty decently. Probably get most of the games wrong though. Everything we say will be opposite, but that will be fun. And we'll also get you guys some really good. Season props that we've have we have lined up, making some money mm-hmm. and uh, it kind of give you a rooting interest all year, uh, without actually having to uh, pick a team. But dude, all that stuff is cool. All that stuff is fun. All that stuff is in the future for the NFL. But you know what's now, Alex? You know what's, what's now? The New York Yankees, man. The oh, New hold on, hold on, hold on. York Yankees, man. Hold on. Before we get in there, 
What's what's before we get to the Yankees? Because I know you're ready to like attack me on New the York New York Yankees, Yankees, Alex. The I New know we I know you're ready to attack me on the New York Yankees. <laughs> Wish we were here to 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 get the uh, to get the stern talking to, as I'm about to get. But let's talk about one. Let's talk about one topic in the NFL before we move on to the Yankees. Fair? Yes. 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 All yes, right. Yes. Fine. Fine. What do you think about the Deshaun Watson rumor going to Miami? So we got Will Parkinson from Turn On the Jets. Uh, well, seems pretty sourced, right? I mean, I, I guess I got to believe him. He said that possible Deshaun Watson to the Dolphins. That's got to mean that Tua is going to Houston, right? Has yes. to be part of the trade. Yeah. I mean, the Dolphins have a bunch of picks, right? They've been accumulating draft picks. I mean, it makes sense for them. If I mean, if we didn't have Zach Wilson, I would I would say yes. If somehow we didn't have, like draft a quarterback or something, I, I would I would say yes. Like if we had still if we were in the same situation pre-draft for some reason. But the issue is, man, he's got a lot of he's got he's got a lot of baggage with him. Like I don't know how all that stuff. I know it's mostly civil. I think he has one criminal case pending. But as we know, the NFL doesn't care. The NFL can make a decision on whether you're suspended or not based on their own uh, investigation. So who knows what's going on there, man? I, it's really risky. I'm glad that the Jets don't have to be a part of it. I know that. Woody Johnson came out and said that he's not going to, you know, participate in players with like any sort of domestic issues. So even if it was on the table, I don't think he's like, he's for this team. It's unfortunate that a talented player like Deshaun Watson is going to be in our division. <laughs> our division is going to have a lot of I quarterbacks be, now. Like, man, that's, that's my thing. I really hope that this isn't true because of that. <laughs> and it's not, it's not that I'm afraid of the competition. It's just, I actually like what the Miami Dolphins did last season, like how they performed. It was, they went 10 and six with, it's with a lot, with, I would say they went 10 and six without truly a quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, with that, with a good coach, man. Yeah. I mean, look, Tua was a beast. He was just a true, he was a true rookie. Fours like really showed out because he had a rough, like rookie head coach season. Now, a sophomore season, he looked really good. Fours has really got that team undergoing. They have pretty much almost everything from running backs, wide receivers, offensive line to the defense. They just need their quarterback to just show up. And mm-hmm. if you put if you put um, Deshaun Watson back there, it's a formidable team, man. That is a formidable team that makes things a little yeah. interesting. I hope it doesn't and happen. The Dolphins are good. Will, yeah, Fuller, Will Fuller and Deshaun Watson, dude. Like, I don't want that in Miami. No, thank you. No. And then on What's top of happen? that, on top of that, we got to give the Bills some love too. You know, Josh Allen has been showing out the last couple of years. Jeez. So you, you it's know, division. The, it's a division it's, that the Patriots are going to take this year, unfortunately. And then and we're going to be hanging out trying to get that wild card with the Bills, like the, the good old days. And then if Deshaun Watson is there with Will Fuller, I mean, hopefully, you know, I don't know. Hey, there it's, 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 it's interesting. Yeah. Very interesting. If, if Watson, if Watson comes to Miami, this division becomes super interesting. I think it becomes more interesting from a talent perspective rather than what it was with TV 12 in the, in the AFC East, where it's just like complete dominance. I feel like it's just a good toss up for years. It's to already, come. Like, it's already a toss up, dude. It's no, a, that's what I'm saying. Insane. But I think, but I think it's, it's, a, it's a toss up. It's a toss up, but I don't think it's a super competitive toss up mm. yet. When Watson gets here, I believe it will be a super competitive toss-up because yeah. I think there will be enough talent amongst all the teams where it can be – what's a good uh, comp? I would probably say 
NFC West, where you had the 49ers, Seahawks, you had the Rams who were pretty good for a season. Uh, Cardinals were pretty good up there with Palmer. I think that's like where you just don't, I think that might be it. Uh, maybe a better one, maybe. I mean, I kind of like the Raiders division, like Raiders, Chargers. Kind of like that division a little bit more. But yeah, I feel, yeah. I feel what you're saying. I feel what you're saying. A little more competitive. I'm, I'm, I'm happy to be competitive. I do. I am a little worried about the Patriots. I think they're a little underrated. But yeah, dude. I, do you I think, think Mac Jones fun. starts? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. here's, the, here's the thing. If, if Cam Newton is not there game one, it's going to be an issue. For a while, for them, he's a, it's going to be an issue for them on the sideline in the locker room. But Bill Belichick has this thing about quarterbacks at practice, players at practice, and Mac Jones is the one practicing. So I don't know how he's going to handle it, dude. All I know is week two is going to be a problem for us. Our home opener versus the New England Patriots, it's going to be an issue. Do you do you think that would you listen if Cam Newton starts and we injure him and Mac Jones comes in and he's their starting quarterback forever? And I've been ta- telling you about Mac Jones to the Patriots for the last, like, two and a half years, I'm going to go absolutely insane. It's like I've been, like, telling you about the end of the world for, like, two and a half years, and it's fine. Like, I would go insane if that all comes together. So that that just can't happen. Like, somebody, like, you have two cats named after Flash characters. Figure it out, bro. Figure it out. This can't happen. Find another universe, like, Earth 2, Earth 7, whatever they're up to now in the Flash series. that, That scenario cannot happen. I like how you said that and she turns around. <laughs> <laughs> Iris knows the deal. Um, but look, I know you've been calling for Mac Jones. I would you like I don't I wouldn't I'm not I'm not I'm not 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 it's not the word's not against what is it? I wouldn't be shocked if Mac Jones was starting because he has been practicing. But they just get what does that mean for Cam Newton though? Do you That's think he gets traded then? No, no one's trading anyone. No one's trading for Cam Newton. No one even wants to sign. Someone's going to be trading, man. Let's be real. There's injuries that always comes in through the NFL. Someone's going to need a quarterback. Someone's going to take that gamble on Cam Newton and pay low for him. Sure. I mean, later, I guess, if he's going to be grumpy all the time, the boss is going to be like, get out of here. But that would be the most ridiculous thing that's ever happened. They sign a big-time quarterback you know, on a re-sign, and he doesn't even play a game, and they cut him. Oh, my goodness. Or trade him for like a, a low. That would be nuts. That would actually be nuts. Then what? You just have Cam Newton and you just use him as a goal line back? He's goal, just got to play. Line quarterback? He's just, he's just got to be bad. He's, he's, he's got to fumble the bag. You know what I mean? I guess they're already using this COVID story against him. Like that definitely came from the Patriots. All this stuff about him and the COVID and how he's an idiot, right? Like from them, I don't think, he's, you know, like this whole like narrative that came out, that has to be from yeah. them. So they're already, they're, they're already, <laughs> they're already starting. You think, you think Billy B is already, uh, oh my slanders? goodness. Of course, dude. Of course. I, of course. So that man's maniacal. Of course, man. So, you know, I just think like they have to, they have to, they have to let him start week one. And even if he does bad in a half, then they could take him out. You know what I mean? Okay. But like they, they, they just have to have him fumble, even, even if it's bad, because it can be a bad look for them. If, if they sign him and they don't play him, COVID is not enough. COVID is not enough to not start him week one. You know what I mean? I know. It's not enough. And this is where I think for them, that's why I think it's going to be traded, man. I, I don't see how you're going to. Before gonna, week one? I think, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. I don't that's think it's week one, who's starting? I think it's going to be Mac Jones. Okay, yeah, no way. No way. Do you don't think he's starting? Well, this is so Cam interesting. Cam Newton is starting thought, week one. This is so interesting that we're flipping on this because I actually think Mac Jones, is, I wouldn't be shocked if he starts, man. All this well, hype. I, 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 think he's, I think he's better. I just don't think he's going to start week one. That's the whole thing. 
You just can't do that. He's gonna rule. He's gonna you know you he Bill Belichick knows what that's gonna do to the locker room. Unless he forgot how to handle quarterbacks, we've actually never seen him handle quarterbacks, so we don't know. He hasn't had to in a very long <laughs> yeah, time. You know what I'm saying? So unless, unless you know, like who knows? Maybe this is like his kryptonite. Obviously, he can't draft. That's one kryptonite. <laughs> Maybe this is the second one. So you know, let's see what happens. Well, we'll see what happens for sure. Yeah. But let's move on to the last topic, the one that you want that you've been waiting for. Got to diverge you for a little bit. The New York Yankees. What's see what the, you did what's there. the record? I see what you did there. What's what's the record? Uh, what's the record since we had Leon? Twenty what? Twenty 25 what? Twenty-five and seven. Twenty-five friend. and seven since Lee has come on. The New York Yankees talking smack. Yep. That was always like July, like twenty-third or so. <laughs> Woo! Good times, dude. The New York Yankees have been on an absolute tear. And when I spoke to you guys, I I happened to put a wager for plus one thousand to to. Make the World Series. Now it's plus one thousand to win the World Series. So just for uh, the odds. So I think like to get there is like I think now down to like plus seven hundred or so. I did flake and not take the division, so I wasn't that hyped on it. So I'll I'll bring you know I'll be a little honest. Oops. So I'll be a little I'll be a little honest there, dude. The New York Yankees are getting healthy. We're playing defense. We're playing small ball. We're playing small ball. Stanton is in the field. Velasquez, is, the, the kid from the Bronx, is making unbelievable plays at the plate and in the field. And he looks like the kid, like the guy from the standlot. Like, it's unbelievable. Like, the, the way that story is coming together. Sanchez is playing great defensively. Nobody's talking about that. And obviously, because he's playing well, so nobody's talking about that. DJ's back. Luke Voigt is absolutely murdering it. Anthony Rizzo, an absolute killer trade. Joey Gallo. Completely horizontal in the outfield, like just like a little like Gold Glover, unbelievable. We just like sniped him. Odor, let's talk about Odor, right? Let's talk about last night really quick because Odor's been, you know, he's been good, but he's not the best defensive player. We yeah. should have maybe put Tyler Wade, you know, at the end there. Mm-hmm. But I cannot, I cannot blame yesterday on Odor. It has to go to Chapman, dude. We have. A I was problem. about to say we have. I was a about problem. to ask you. This. I was about we to have ask a you this question because this is the one guy. The one guy that well, keeps... What position, dude? Because even Britain didn't work out. Now he's on the IL. Yes, but this is the one guy in general, man. Like the one guy in general who keeps putting us in this position. Because last night, you know, we could talk about cardiac nicks all we want. But yeah, last night was cardiac <laughs> yanks. Um, but I don't want to blame Chapman. Odor. I don't want to blame Odor. No, That's the whole thing. No, I know, I know he, did, he came back with the home run. But yeah, dude, you got to get out of that, Chapman. Chapman has this... I, this dude is... <laughs> Too confident. He's no, too dude, confident. He's, it's funny you say that. Yesterday he was literally scared to throw a fastball. He was scared to yes. throw a fastball. I don't yes. know what confidence he saw. He was driving me nuts. No, I'm just saying in general. This dude is way too – I think that's the issue. I think he's been way too confident for so long and just too confident in his game that it hasn't been working. That yesterday you see that he's not ready to throw a fastball dude. because he's so used to everything working. And it hasn't really been working. Honestly, every time he put goes up there, it's like, are we? Is this even close to a sure thing? Is this even close to like you're you're set up for a good? Unless we have like five runs, I don't feel comfortable putting Chapman out there. Dude, five runs. So who's closing? I'm saying unless we have five runs. That's what I'm saying. Like I'm unless saying, we have five I'm runs, saying, I'm saying who's? Closing? I don't know. Not this guy <laughs> because this guy is Chad Green. Are you closing with Chad Green? I know he played phenomenal yesterday, but he's only phenomenal in the setup role. You know what I mean? 
I feel like we talk about a smack, but we're putting Chapman in. And honestly, let me let me look. listen, man. Baseball is all about scapegoats at the end of the day, right? Well, go start out with Aaron Boone this season, right? Exactly, dude. And now he's making great decisions. Like he was making interesting moves yesterday, and nobody said a peep because it worked. I feel like Chapman is just gonna. We're gonna keep sending him out in the ninth, and if he messes up, he messes up. But this is why I'm so nervous about a wild card game. If Chapman messes up at home in a Walker game and blows the lead, it's over. So first Dude, of all, he's not—he's not allowed back in the state. Also, oh, forget the state. Like he's gonna get escorted to his car. Like Dude, you know, he, he wouldn't be allowed himself. back in the state. What, forget <laughs> the city. Forget Yankee Stadium. He will not be allowed back in the state if he blew a game in a wild card match. That's what I'm saying. But he's gonna—he's gonna be the scapegoat. Like, what do you want, Wandy Peralta? I mean, I know he came in and did okay. I'm glad we traded for him. But like, come on. Uh, all I'm saying. Okay. All I'm saying is that I, I'm being hyperbolic, right? I'm not yeah, saying okay. like you can't put him, you can't put him in. But that reality is that I just don't feel confident in him. That's what I'm trying to get at. I know, but like, I, what do you want to do? That's all I'm asking. Like, you got to go with him. You can't, you can't, you okay. can't, you, can't, you, you have to go there. with Chapman. Okay, you have to go with Chapman. I mean, okay. he's the only guy that we really got that is one getting paid to do what he's doing, and has the arsenal to do it if he's just in his game. Yeah, he has to get back into that rhythm, man. And I think. I don't know. I feel like that Juju from playing the Astros, man, and Altuve yeah. just knocking that one out. Yeah, Astros are a mess. Correa's I'm weird. loving he it. Said, he said, the yeah, city he's... of Houston <laughs> sports is a mess. Yeah. Let it burn. Let it burn. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Four yeah. Scenes. Yeah, dude. I mean, like, I, I you can't say enough about the Yankees, man. The, the, the tear they've been on has been literally ridiculous. It's the longest winning streak since 1985. Ten, they won ten straight series, which is the most since 1954. Uh, my my dad was two years old. Like it, it, you know, like bananas. So like you know, when when you start making historical marks during in a, in a in a crazy franchise like the Yankees, who have you know won 27 rings and who've been you know playing you know for, the, for centuries, it feels like. I, I mean, it's just impressive. So shout out to Aaron Boone. Just the uh, coming up on the schedule, the, the, a couple interesting notes uh, really quick is we have six games against the Orioles, which haven't won a game uh, since I can remember. I think since, since summer started, they haven't won a baseball game. So we better win. We better win at least four out of six of those. But really, we need like five out of six. Yeah. We got a cool series against the Mets, including one nine eleven. Shout out to our video producer, Greg. And the Mets look terrible right now, but... The Mets are the exact type of team to sweep us during the during that series. So, you know, don't don't be too excited about that. And then at the end, we have seven games, three against the Red Sox, three Red Sox oh, nine games, nine falling. games. Sorry, yeah, but three yeah. games against the Red Sox, three three games against the Blue Jays, and then three games against the Rays to end the season. So right now we're up two and a half games in the wild card. We're behind four games, like up two and a half on the Red Sox, then the A's are right behind. We have a series coming up with the A's right now. And then in the division, we're four games behind the Rays. So I know I just threw up all that, all that scheduling, uh, you know, tidbits on you. I think that there's an Angel series in there, there's an Indian series in there, and a Rangers series in there, I think. And that basically closes out Guardians. the whole season. Are they the Guardians yet? Are, oh, next season, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think, I think they're the, we'll call them the Caucasians. <laughs> that Bamani shirt is classic. Oh um, so, uh, 
Yeah, like, uh, what do you think? Do you, do you think we're going to be in the top wild card spot? Do you think we're going? We think we have a shot at the division. Do you think we're going to be out of the playoffs completely? Or do you think we're going to? We definitely spot? got a sh- We definitely got a shot for the wild card. I actually think there's a chance for us to take the division. Four games behind. The have, dude, so I know, I know we're four, all four about games, this eleven game, eleven game winning games. streak, and we're still four games behind. Like that's how well the Rays have been doing. You know I know. I, mean? I yeah. know, and that's what that's the wild part. This feels like. Uh, <laughs> It honestly feels like the New York Knicks uh, this past season. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But when we were going, exactly when we were on that crazy nine, nine game, game win streak, yeah, and we still we, we made up like two spots or like one one and a, like us one spot. That's what we did in the wild card. Yeah, exactly. To get to get home court advantage, right? Exactly. So yeah. we're we're in we're in we're in it to do it. You know the the concern is you know we talk about Baltimore. Baltimore is somehow like we beat we beat Baltimore the last series, so I'm not too concerned about them. You know, we won two out of we won two out of one the last time this season. Not too worried about Baltimore. We better win four six. The A's are the team, man. The A's are well, that's coming up. That's coming up I right know. away. And that's the next series. And we at least we finally we have, have to, day off. We have we have to at least split split that that series. So at least stay like competitive because ending the season against the Rays, that means we have to make up a lot of ground now. I mean, I would love a split. Dude. I, we can't really afford splits right now, but I, I, I would take a split just because of how well we've been doing. I, I, I just like that's just how I look at it, man. I, I yeah. like the A's are Fair. good. Sure, sure, Houston, sure, Houston's, Houston is uh, leading, um, the West, right? But if you take all, if you take all the division leaders right now plus the Yankees to win the division, that's a plus eight eight hundred parlay. Put a hundred dollars in, you win eight hundred. Just saying. Okay. Like that's how that's how that's how much Vegas does not think that the Yankees are gonna make are gonna win the division. So it's still it's it's gonna be a rough road, man. I'm I'm I mean we're set up right. We're set up for a, a one game wild card with Cole and Chapman and a ridiculous lineup at home in the Bronx, like versus the Oakland Athletics or versus the yeah. Boston Red Sox. Like like we've been fumbling. Like we're set up for like a for, that should be cake for us, right? But they, that just scares the absolute hell out of me, man. Like. I don't know. I don't know. The good thing is that we got uh, we got the Blue Jays and the Orioles to face. Boston's been on a skip. Blue Jays have been good, man. Blue Jays have been good. We got to get they out have, to the stadium, man. We got to get out there soon. Blue Jays have been good, but they've they're not they're not as scary as like the Rays we're talking about. Come on, man. The Rays haven't lost. The Rays have literally not lost. Yeah. That's so yeah, I'm, I think I'm. I think I'm going to be. Uh, I'm going to try to uh, make a couple of those uh, Blue Jays games, and I think I have to. I think I have to buy tickets to the Rays series. Maybe the Friday. Maybe the Saturday to end it. Just in case. Just in case, man. I got to be at the stadium before should the playoffs. We call, should we call Jeter out of retirement for some uh, miracle Jeter's win? Busy. Jeter's busy, bro. He owns a team. We don't need Jeter. <laughs> We're good. I wonder if Glaber's come back though. But yeah, that's all that that's all on the Yankees. I'm excited. If we take the division, oh don't talk to me. Don't if the Yankees division, Alex, do like just stay away from me. I'm going to be the worst. I mean Yankees. I mean, like, be the worst. I, I was called insane. Like I was like called an absolute moron about like like three weeks ago. Not even forget <laughs> not even the beginning of the season, like three weeks ago. Like if we win this division, oh my goodness, I I will go insane. So, for everyone's sake, just <laughs> let's just get that wild card and put me on put me on ice for that for those three hours in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I can't. I I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't deal with you. 
Got it. Yeah, if we win the division, I'll be out. I'll be out. We're getting Lee back on. I'm gonna go heckle him at Stand Up New York. (laughs) (laughs) If we we need to get Lee back on when that wild card game comes back, so September, man. Deal. September. We'll probably get Marissa back on for a little little guest appearance too. Our 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 friend from uh, college who is a. one of the most insane season ticket holders I know. Her health literally depends on every single Yankee game. So <laughs> like my health like, depends on every Knicks game. <laughs> yeah, no, but yeah, actually, it might be a little, might be a little worse, honestly. Than all, yeah, than me and you with the Knicks and the Jets. It's crazy. I know. So we might we have to get season season ticket holder. We might have to get her on. Uh, but yeah, we, we hopefully we get. Hopefully we're okay and we get a division. Hopefully, but I think that wraps it up for another Jets episode of the Knicks Jets Etc. podcast. But man, this is a good place to end it. So thank you to everyone who tuned in for another episode. Thank you to all the listeners out there. Once again, if you know what to do, please, here's my call to action for you. Please make sure to give us a five-star review if you listen to this beautiful podcast on Apple Podcasts. And please make sure to give us a five-star review and to leave a comment. Let us know what you think. Let us know what you want us to improve on. All that jazz, all right? Because we're here for you. We just want to grow this community. But it's okay if you don't listen to us on Apple Podcasts, because guess what? We're on Spotify, Google Play, Amazon Alexa. You name any audio streaming platform, we're most likely there. I won't say all, because I don't know of every single one that's made, but we'll probably most likely be there. On top of that, please make sure if you're watching this on YouTube to hit the bell, hit the give us a like, hit the subscribe button, because come on, guys, you know you want to do that. And last but not least, make sure to follow us on all social media platforms. All right, we're on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok. We're all over the place, right? We're all over yeah. the place. Yeah, and, and we're we're also the exclusive podcast for uh, Fansided for the Jets. This is our first Jets episode, so you can find us on the Jet Press. We'll be there. Uh, our stupid faces right on the front. Uh, and uh, on, the, on, the, on the Daily Knicks, too. Uh, so if you need to catch us there, just click that play button, roll through, read your articles, listen to us uh, chop it up about uh, your favorite teams. No doubt, no doubt. All right, everyone, we'll catch you later next week for some fun, fun episodes. We got some nice guests coming up, all right? Catch you later, everyone. Let's go Jets. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Place your money line. Prop or parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. Bet MGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus and present in Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler in partnership with MGM Northfield Park.